Wait a minute. Let me put my medicine in, in here. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> we live? Morning. Okay. Welcome to another week of It Is What It Is Radio. I'm your host, Fly T. Miles. And before we get the show started, this is King Porter Forever Friday. Please give my brother, Jamel Raymond Bishop, a moment of silence, please. Thank you very much. Today, I have the pleasure. Well, it ain't like y'all don't know this good brother. Definitely a part of the show. Got my man Saquon Maxwell in the building. Yeah, what's, what's good? going on? Hey, man, chilling, relaxing, you know. Hey, I'm watching <laughs> you, good brother. I'm. Hey, listen, I feel some type of way. Well, I can't say I feel some type of way, but you know, how people say, you know, to make a change, you got to be in the mix. You got to be in the mix, yeah. I understand that, and I respect what you do, but me personally, I don't think marching is going to do it. So that's why, you know what I mean? All right, so look, it's funny you say that though, yo, cause honestly, y'all, everybody who follow me on social media or whatever, they seen me for the last three weeks. Like I'm in the streets, like sun up to sun down, making sure the city don't get caught down. I'm in, I'm yes. in, I'm in. But from that, I got some progress. I got a meeting with the deputy mayor. I got to sit down with the commissioner. Now I'm saying? Okay. I met a lot of great people. So it, it, it made its way, but I'm on that side with you now. Like, yo, marching ain't enough, yo. Like, it's not. What, I came to my, what I came to my realization is understanding that, and this is how I was, was explaining it to my youngest now, and I was trying to get them to vote. Like, I'm like, bro, you gotta understand, it's like the club, bro. We all outside, you know, everybody get in general admission, everybody on the dance floor, all loud, whoop, whoop. But when you on the floor, you look over to that VIP section, they the ones up there who really get money and, you know what I'm saying, controlling the wave of the party. So I'm like, it's like we in general admission, and we ain't got money to get to the table yet, bro. So, Somebody gotta get a VIP band, and we ain't gonna get one if we are standing in front of this door yelling and screaming, bro. Because exactly. And, I, and, and another thing is, what I found out about marching, bro, you don't really never know who you walking with. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, bro. And people are saying I had almost two thousand people following behind me from North and Twentieth down to Harbor East. Like, it was it was a walk. You feel me? Like, Martin, yeah. You better be clapping his damn hands, man. But uh, I'm. Just walking, and I'm grabbing a couple of them out the crowd. I'm like, yo, what? Uh, I'm like, yo, why are you out here, young man? Like, why you feel like you need to be out here voicing, not telling them to go home or nothing like that? I just want to know if they know why they really out here. And half of uh-huh. my youngins didn't even know why they was outside. They like, mm. we, seen y'all. we know the police keep beating on us. And I think, uh, I said at the stadium, yo, uh, finding a seat at the table and 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 educating our, our youngest man, educating our youngest and finding a seat at the table, right. That's that's what that's what's really going to do. Right. This is my thing, though. Let me and, and hear me out on this. This is what I was thinking. I, me personally, I don't think us as black people know how powerful we are. For one, they've been as far as police brutality, we've been going through it before me and you was on Earth, back when oh. our parents were small. Right. All right. Let's bring it up to today. Me personally, I think we would hurt them. All right, we got the NBA, we got the NFL, we got the Major League Baseball, right? If them whores was to take a stand, they could do their own league. They got the money. So if y'all really for the cause, let's do something. All right, stand up for something. Let's not play no more games until 
we deal with this man. And, and see, and see, that's what I was, that's what I was preaching all the whole time I'm walking. And I'm like, yo, the way we really hurt these people is their infrastructure, bro. We stopped giving them them our bread. I'm out there. I had to educate older pe people, older than me, people younger than me, people same age as me. I had to educate them, like, bro, do you know that Target has seven, uh, close to seventeen privately owned prisons throughout the United States, and y'all shot mm -hmm. at Target. Do you know that Walmart spent invests at least five to ten percent of uh, their yearly income into prison labor, such as yes. in Angola, who doing, you know what I'm saying, outside in the field, really taking like it's still 19, whatever. Right. That is prison labor, bro, that's going into Walmart. That's going. To, so if you really want to help out people, bro, educate yourself and stop supporting that side. Because this is what I'm realizing. Right now, we're in a golden time. Like, every, this, this technology, all this shit we got is a curse and a blessing. Like, it's amazing that we can do this right here. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. where you at, I'm where I'm at, and we here, and like people everywhere are looking at this. So right. the mere fact that we have that platform now, you can reach your brother, your sister that's down there selling this in Durham, uh, Carolina. They selling t-shirts or they selling natural body curves. Or even in your own backyard, you can go three blocks down and find out, damn, I needed some white t-shirts. Oh, shorty got them? I'm gonna go to her versus going Walmart. Like, exactly. oh, I need some new swag. Like, oh, you got a clothing line? I'm gonna go shop my man versus going to you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna go to Gucci and spend six fifty on a shirt that I'm only gonna wear twice. You feel me? Like right. I'm gonna my mask. I'm gonna build a rapport with my mask. We're gonna build a reputation with my mask. So that way, when I go to my mask, I'm bringing my mask to my mask. Like, so that way now, my man's like, oh shit, well, you've been fucking with me real heavy, honey. Yo, take this on the arm. Not saying that we all need to always look for that, but I'm saying, like, at the end of the day, it's wash my back, I wash yours. Yeah, you know, one like, hand washes the other. One hand washes the other. And then look, I'm gonna take it even a step further. A lot of people don't know Harbor Bank. Harbor Bank is black owned. black owned. If we really about it, let's take our money from these MTs, BOAs. That'll really hurt them. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something crazy. And I just did this like probably three, four days ago. I took all my money out of the bank. I did too. Like, <laughs> I ain't even lying. Like, so I hope ain't nobody on here looking for me trying to get me. I took it all out. But, but now I'm at the point where I'm trying to figure out well you know what i'm saying like i want i want to rock with my people because i know it's my people who sharpen their tools and sharpen their mental to handle that type of stuff like they 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 literally dedicate their life to handling people's financial financial right. side of life but you just don't want to go out there and be like hey yo hold on my money right like, you don't know what i'm saying like i, I get it but now like it, it, that's why i say harbor bank because i've been really reading into a lot of uh black owned credit unions banks you know what i'm saying like stuff is going on especially with but we got in motion right now. It's gonna be a lot of money flowing through my hands and my guys that I'm working with hands. And I don't. And it, you know, you know, you know how quick it can go from I'm doing all the right things with this money, but somebody on the outside make it look like I'm using this. Like mm -hmm. they really might try to steal a dick to me for real. Like trying right. to say I'm stealing in the money. Yeah, shout out I'm to Shield. Yeah, shout shout out to Shield, but yo. I ain't trying to get Shield addiction down here, man. I don't want to feel Still from the less fortunate man, so yeah, I've been really looking into that, uh, especially with with this uh, this joint that we about to get popping off with this safe house, this nonprofit or whatever. I just want all that stuff to be, you know what I'm saying? So I've been looking to keep my people in the loop. So like you said, bro, if, if that's really what we about, if we really develop revolution where we televised, come on, show me something, cause I ain't seen nothing yet. To be yeah. honest, I ain't seen nothing. I don't want to be so, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, as they call it, but. Me personally, like they opening the world back up. Right. Me personally, I think once the world gets open back up, they're gonna forget about all this stuff. Yeah. I hope yeah. not. 
Yeah. I hope not. I'm fighting it. I'm not. But we all got to stick together, man. We losing focus on it. That's what I'm saying, man. That's why I've been. That's why I've been being. I feel like personally, I've been being more vocal, especially with uh on the social media. That's another part why I stopped going outside and marching and protesting. Because uh, after my after the march in Howard County, where we had, they said it was almost two thousand, three thousand people. Like it was like ton of people. You feel me? Like in the Prejudice yeah. County, like Howard County. So after that, I was like, damn. If all these people standing out here listening to me right now, and I really, on a grand scheme of things, I ain't really got that much to say. I got enough to say, but I ain't really got that much. If I sit back and really come up with a plan and get all of those folks to support what I'm doing here and keep that and keep that fire burning under their mm-hmm. under feet, like yo, we here for the cause, we here for the culture. Uh, right. I feel like uh, I feel like that right there will keep. That's all we need. That's what I'm saying. We all all we need is somebody to create that blueprint. And leave it here, so that way it keeps going. Like, nah, don't forget them people did that to us. Don't, right. Don't settle for the crumbs that they're giving us in America right now. Like, don't mm-hmm. settle for the fact that we out here. You gotta realize though, when it comes down to a vast championship, we out here marching to legalize being black, bro. That's Pretty much coming down to. Like, I, I get it. I, I back gonna be like it's bigger than black and white. Yeah, let's not turn our everyday struggles, our year after year after year struggles, until. It's bigger than black and white. No, it ain't bigger than black and white. It's only bigger than black and white right now because it's affecting you in the midst of this pandemic. Mm-hmm. Now, if the pandemic wasn't popping, bro, or everybody wasn't masked up and so stay in the house and George Floyd got killed, bro, there would have been some protests. Yeah, but it ain't. It wouldn't have been as many people as it was. Because mm-hmm. you know what it was? Part, part of this, bro, and it, and it hurts me to my soul to say this, but part of this was, this was a trending topic for a lot of people. It was something to yes. do. It was something to get out the house and do. Like I've been sitting right. in my house for a month, so let me jump out here, put me a Black Lives Matter sign together, and I'm gonna jump out here. You feel me? I'm gonna just walk on the street. And then it was right. a percentage of people that was like, "Well, it's my time to come up. I'm gonna go loot. I'm gonna go rob. I'm gonna go burn this shit down. Like I'm gonna get all the free shit I can, but then still gotta live in the neighborhood I just burnt down." Right. You know Don't make so, sense though. You're right. But let me ask. Tell me about your experiences, man. For us being out in the field. I, I want to mm. hear about it. I'm rooting for you. I'm watching. <laughs> I ain't coming out there with you because, you know what I mean? But I'm with hey, you. And you there with me in spirit, though. I'm I with you in spirit. You. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I love what you're doing. And and for the people that don't know, me and this man, I don't know how long I've known him. I felt like I've known him forever. But yeah, ever, since, ever since I've met him, I've been pushing. Like, I want him to be. He's going to be the mayor soon. <laughs> he got a little time. He's going to be the mayor. <laughs> Yo, but Don't speak uh, that into existence. You might, yeah. You have a You have a purpose, man, and I'm very proud of just to sit back and support you, man. I appreciate Definitely. that. That's real. Definitely. Nah, because nah, like it's a few people. I'm gonna get into uh, hard words out there, but when you find that, like it's only a few people who really see the work that I'm really doing. You know what I'm saying? Off the Instagram, off the. You know what I'm saying you one of them few people that really see that, like. Oh, this man oh, yeah. really and it ain't for, the, doing, for y'all like, that's watching. It ain't just on the gram. No, this nah, man this is real passionate. Life. He's yeah. matter of fact, hold before we even get any firmer. You remember the day before his 18th birthday, he was on the show. <laughs> for this man, 18th birthday, he fed the homes. He didn't go to I the club. It. 21st, bro. 21st. 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 My bad. My bad. Yeah. 21st. 21st. 21st birthday. This man fed the homeless. He didn't go popping bottles. Nah, nah. Man, you have a it was, purpose. It was, and yo, and it's crazy you said that. Cause 
my 21st birthday, you know, everybody like, yo, we got to turn up to 21. Like, unfortunately, like coming from where we come from, we hit 21 at 13. Like, at 13, we doing shit that we ain't even nowhere supposed to be doing, you feel me? Right. So that, was, that like played away in the two, but I felt like, yo, like, yo, somebody got to set a new example. That's always been my goal with anything I do, bro. Like, I don't see this in my, the, the notion that I live by and I tell my kids, is, I, I tell them all the time, you see something missing in the world, it's your job to put it there. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. embody the shit that you want in the world and it will become within the world. So, as that and and no lie, like I woke up one morning and was like, "Yo, my birthday next month." Let's start sweating. Let's see. I know a lot of people. Let's see who going. Let's see who really for the cause. Let's see who really want to see the human race, not just the black culture, the human race in a better position, so we can all learn to love and appreciate each other's existence. And right. so no, and we already know you came through big time. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, a uh, couple couple people surprised me that came through, but yeah, bro. Uh, I'm back on that too. I'm back on that too. I got something crazy about this that I'm about to put out here to the world as soon as we get the finals. Starts all out season, got all our eyes. Like, I think this is gonna be gonna be bigger than that 21st birthday. Yeah. I'm with, yeah. hey, let me know yeah. what I can do, man. Let's just hey, another thing. Huh? Low key, saying, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just give you a little, I'm gonna give you a little insight. We're right. running a basketball tournament, man. We're running a basketball I'm tournament. In. Yeah, yeah. I hung so, my Jordans up, but I coached the hell out of the team. Yeah, that's what I need. <laughs> but go ahead. We ain't going to talk too much about that. Go ahead. But listen, for the viewers that don't know, please tell these people how you um start most of your speeches up. <laughs> hey, every time every, you know, uh, every time I speak, and I was even doing this when I was protesting, I thank you guys for allowing me, to uh, me and West Baltimore, to be here to speak on your uh, baby hat. Every time. I allow you guys, thank you guys for allowing me. And then now I'm starting to turn to thank you guys for allowing me in Baltimore City to be here for me to speak on their behalf. Like, cause I'm now I'm realizing like I'm bigger than the west side of Baltimore City, bro. Way bigger than the That's west about side the of Baltimore. And I don't love my hood or whatever, but I love my city as a whole, bro. As like whole. This, I need to fix all this shit. I can't just fix that side and then leave. Like I gotta fix all of it, bro. Right, right, right. Man, so how I mean, how does it make you feel to to, to be such an important Piece to what's going on, cause you you are an important piece to what's going on. You're not just out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do uh, it feel, man? I'm gonna tell you, like speaking on experiences, right? I realized, like, I don't never look at myself, and you know me well enough to, I don't never call myself. I'm the goat. I'm, I'm great. I'm gonna do it. I don't never do that. I find that so corny, though. But uh, when I realized that I was really a piece of the solution, you know what I'm saying? When I really finally realized, man, I was walking on Saturday. And mind you, North and 20th, the South Point, that's where we walk, like, you know what I'm saying? And I got out the car, I get out the car, I got out my man's car, I'm like, nah, this my group right here, I need to be with them, I need to be with them. I don't know what drew me to that group, but I jumped out, I get in the front, I looking at the dudes in the front, I'm like, yo, where we going at? Like, they're like, we don't know, we walking, we going to the police station. I'm like, who's leading the group? They like, I'm like, all right, fuck it, follow me, right? So when I did that, I just started walking up the voice box. Like, I'm, I'm talking, right? Everybody just following behind me. Like, and then we get downtown, and the dude, the dude, the lady run up to me. First lady come up to me, like, ah, oh, so you're leading all of this. Where are we going? I'm like, <laughs> uh, all right, we're going to go down here. We're going to go to City Hall. You feel me? Like, but as I'm walking, man, I'm like, nah. So pause on that. Quick. We go to City Hall, right? I take my group of 2,000 people. Whatever, whatever. We go to City Hall. 
to get to City Hall. I'm face to face, talking, talking, talking. Met somebody else who had a meeting with the commissioner that morning. That mm. morning, Saturday morning, he had a meeting. He gets the lieutenant to come over. He talked to us or whatever. Lies blatantly to our face. He tells us, yeah, the commissioner will have a 10-minute sit-down with only the three of you, the three youngins, talking about me and my two homeboys, right? That he's seen leading the group. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, that's showing up. Get me in the door. We're going to push it today. 10 minutes go past. I'm outside. I'm keeping everybody calm. Like, no, nah, we ain't burning nothing down. We ain't, you know what I'm saying? Yo, we see a police, like, like, uh, escort zooming down the one way. What are we looking like? Then the lieutenant walked back over to us, like, yeah, man, he had to leave. There was an emergency. After he just sat here and told us that he was going to have a sit down with us for 10 minutes, right? Whatever, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. And this one, I got this crazy idea, yo. And this, and this, this, this when the real part where I felt like, damn, boy, you're going to change this shit to keep fighting. Man, we went and blocked us 395, man. Yeah. Went and blocked the whole thing off, man. Like, look, That's what gotta play, we're going to stop their money. We're going to stop their money. We're going to stop their money, so we're going to go. And I'm out here and I'm talking and I'm talking and these people just like, I love you, go keep doing what you're doing. So I feel like uh, just for me, realizing how big of a part I am just give me more motivation to keep doing what I'm doing. You know what I'm right. saying? It ain't too many, it ain't too many 22-year-olds that's been doing this since they were 14 that really know what our city needs and what we need to put in our city for our kids to succeed for when we long gone. But yeah, I understand my importance now. At first I was brushing it off like, all right, they listen to me because I'm just out here and I got a voice. But then when people keep hitting me like, yo, what's next? Will we protesting that next? Will we doing next? I'm like, all right. Mm. That's what's up. Over. That's what's up, man. So let me ask you, do you, do you honestly think that things will get better? Yeah. Think so? Yeah. And that, that was a tough answer for me just now. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Yeah. But, and I'm, I, I'm, listen, I ain't want to, I ain't, I ain't want to lighthearted. I ain't want to be like, I'm gonna tell you this because you need to hear this. Bro. I got no. The first step, to us seeing the change that we really want, it's time for our culture to look in the mirror, man. I say that. True. Time for us to I'm going to add to that, mirror, too. Man. We need to look in the mirror, accept our faults, but we got to stop killing each other. That, we got to stop that, killing each other first. That right there. Because, first. Cause, and this is what I got, this is what I understand, man. Some lady caught a video of me talking to some youngin. I ain't even never posted. I'm talking to this, like, I'm talking to him from my heart, you know? Because I seen him about to get exposed, like, they was about to dispose of my man for free. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I'm talking to him, and I'm just like, yo, like, what are we doing? Like, what do you want? Like, when you kill someone, you don't you don't gain their royalty. You don't gain their business. You don't gain their girlfriends. You don't become right. the father of their children. You don't become their wife husband, bro. You leaving a lot of people hurting just like you, bro. So if we keep leaving hurt people in our community, what will we keep getting? What will we keep? We want to keep getting that loss of life. You know what I'm saying? And and in some cases, man, in a lot of cases, I feel more for the person who took the life than the killer. I mean, than the person who got killed. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, if he that hurt and that messed up to do that that one time, how many more other families he gonna hurt like that? Because he ain't being treated with correctly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like he ain't he ain't being attended to correctly. Like he just getting brushed off in the system. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when I say look in the mirror, bro, we got to start talking about shit that we don't talk about in the black community, like mental health. My fellas got to start speaking on when they not feeling something or when they when they out of pocket or something. And man, that's, but my fellas got to speak on, they got to speak on this stuff, man. Uh, and just to understand that, just to understand that uh, the stuff that we talk about in our community, well, well man, you know what? 
I'm assuming we still on here, but uh, yeah, man, I was just saying, like, just we gotta start being comfortable in our communities to, to, to do the things that we do irregular in our communities, man, such as talking about mental health, uh, having a conversation of oh, bringing back two parent households, man, or just yeah, having people. Like, there you go, I'm back. I, I lost right. signal, I'm back. Oh, all right, all right. my no, bad, go man, ahead. No, I was just saying, like, that's that's just what it is, like. We just need to we just need to start talking about stuff that ain't normally talked about in our community or that's frowned, frowned upon in our community, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? When we was young, like probably more for me, for real, for real, like in elementary, middle, and like high, even in high school sometimes, like nobody will ever be like, yo, I'm I'm depressed right now, bro. I'm not feeling this right now. If a nigga right. said that, you like, yo, you soft, bro. You better tighten up, boy. Like, yeah, go ahead, yeah. We ain't hanging with you, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean by looking in the mirror, man. Stopping, stopping this, stopping this killing so they can stop having a reason to be like, but oh, when you guys kill each other, it's fine. No, it ain't. We killing each nah. other because we upset, because we hurt, we depressed, and we don't know how to deal with this stuff, man. We ain't killing each other because I'm scared of your skin color. No, if I'm walking yeah. down a dark street and I see somebody who look like me, I'm gonna keep walking. What's good, bro? I might that him up, you know what I'm saying? Right. I might start a friendship. I'm not gonna pull my and then shoot him. You do that, not me. So don't say black on black crime. When you talking about police brutality or don't folk over there, but yeah, I feel like it's gonna change once we start looking in the mirror and accepting our flaws, man. I hope it do, man. But like mental mental health is definitely an issue that needs to be brought up and talked about more freely. I think us, you know, as a minority, we we downplay mental health. Like right. there's something wrong with you if you have a mental health problem or a mental health issues, and it's not. We, I think all of us got PTSD if we lived in the hood. Yeah. I seen my first murder. It's crazy. I can remember my first murder at eight years old, but I might can't remember something from yesterday. You feel what I'm saying? I remember every murder I've seen, at least four people murdered in my face. And I can tell you what they had on, what led up to it and all that. So it's like, I think they need to get some, maybe, on field, like in the field, uh, hey, you said that, right? So let me let me tell you something. I ran across huh? this lady while I was while I was walk uh, while we were marching and whatever, and she was like, this lady kept grabbing my attention out of all these people who was out here, like, or like I don't want to be whatever, but like little Hispanic short lady, like well kept, but like she's in a good place in life, right? And she just kept catching my attention while we was out here, like, like yo, what is that lady doing, yo? Because she was stopping random people but walking with our group and like having conversations with her. Like, what is she doing? What is she doing? And then one case we were downtown at uh Harvard East, right in front of the Under Armour. Uh, yo, side note, shout out to Under Armour, bro. They sent people out, they sent employees out there to walk with us. Like, yeah, we were protesting and showing shout up. Shout out to Captain Frank on, on everything. He was like, Yo, my manager just told me walk with y'all. I'm like, For real? He like, Yeah, so he jumped out and bro, Under Armour walked with us all night. They walked with us That's all the way up. back to the damn uh city hall. But this lady kept popping. And kind of find out she worked for Under Armour too. So she kept mm. stopping and she was just out there on some, I feel this from my heart. So I, when we get back to City Hall, I, I grabbed her for real. Like, no, no, she came up to me. I was like, you need some water, whatever. And what caught my attention, she said, this all day, this is the first time I heard this. And mind you, I was outside since 7 a.m. It's like 9 p.m. now, right? She said, this is a mental drain. Relax, close your eyes, breathe in and out. Like right in the midst of all this. Like she was doing this, but now I'm like, 
That's what you've been doing all day. She's like, yeah, I got this crazy idea that the money that's been funded into non-essential resources, such as police officers or this, that, and the third, we can start a mobile therapy team. Instead of when you call the police, you find somebody drunk outside, they patch us through and then we be like, all right, we on the way. We take them home, we deal with them, we care for them. You find a homeless person that's going crazy outside, you call one of the, one of the uh, what she call it, care officers or something. And she's like, we pull up instead of the police. And in some cases, yeah, we're going to need the police to assist us with some stuff, but let's not have the police be our first resort to trying to figure out what's wrong with that person. And the whole time, man, I'm just walking with this lady. I'm like, man, she's on to something. Like, she's on to something. Like, she's on to and I've been staying tight with her, man, because I'm like, yo, this this going to work. This going to work. That sounds like a good plan. Definitely. going to work. Definitely. So hopefully, you know, that comes. Oh, wait a minute. We got people can call us at 443-642-9403 if you want to call in and ask any questions. <laughs> man, so, wow, that's what, that's, that's what it's about, too, when you're out in the field, making them connections yeah, and pushing was- forward. That's um, what's up. Yeah, as far as experiences in the in don't like doing the protest though, and once again, man, I ain't I ain't really super spiritual. I don't, but my grandmother taught me this. That's a higher power. I'm not sure what that power is or whatever, but um, I think with the grace of that higher power, man, I I wasn't pepper sprayed, I wasn't shot with rubber bullets, I wasn't trampled. Um, I mean, yeah, they they fire rubber rounds at us or whatever, but I think the scariest, the scariest uh, experience I had while I was marching the last few weeks, I had an officer pull his firearm out on me, like no thought, straight point blank range, pointed it right at my face, like. And huh? you not, but the only thing that I, the only thing that I felt, or only thing that I saw in his eyes at that time, I will kill you and get away with it in front of all these people. Like that's all I, that's all I felt, his energy, and I was just like. Yo, and I'm gonna tell you that video of me holding up the sign with all yeah. the names on there, and I'm making a lieutenant read it. It was right before yeah. that picture. I what was happened? actually in, It was right before that picture that he pulled his oh. gun on me. And I've been I trying to get that. in touch with that. I've been trying to get in touch with that uh, with that photographer because I know he got that picture of him pulling that firearm out on me, bro. But I jumped in front of it was a youngin behind me in that picture, and the youngin was getting all combative with the officer, or whatever. And the officer was going back and forth with him, so I jumped in front. I was like, oh, I'm trying to calm it down. But by the time I turned around. The police officer had his gun drawn right at my like lower my mouth area and was like, back the what get going off. And I'm like, ah, what you not? And all I kept thinking in my mind, bro, and this how this was like, and my man told me this happened right after this happened. We just going home for the night. He was like, yo, I love you to death, bro, because I seen today that your heart is really in this. Like you ain't even look and even buzz that that man had a gun pointed at you. You was just making sure that that youngin that was walking beside you made it home to his mother. Right. And literally in that time, that's all I was thinking. I kept looking at him and I was yelling like, yo, you won't dispose of my young guy like that. You're not doing him like that in front of me. That's dead. And some random white lady got that man to put his gun in the holster. Like, not even his lieutenant. Some random white lady. Some random white lady was like, uh-uh, not these young men. They've been leading us all day and something, something, something. And he put his gun up was like, uh, he put his he put his holster back and was like, you gotta understand, when you people... You people. You people. Like, oh, oh. But yeah, man, uh, that was that was the most. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was aligned with my mother, and I was like, yo, don't go back out there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man, we need you here. That was, that was don't go back out there. That's great. I, mean, I hate the I ain't, 
I have a few police friends, but I, I can't stand the police. I mean, it's a job, but some people take it to the extreme. Now, what I think they should do, a lot of these police are culture shock. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of the, a lot of them, what well, some people don't know, they're not from Baltimore. They go, they from York County, mm-hmm. down Virginia. They're not really from here. So they may be prejudiced, but they have no idea of what's going on. Funny, so before you put them out here, Give them, a, you know, you gotta school them. Let them know what what Baltimore is. I yeah. think, but yeah, but it, it's funny because I had a dude, a police officer, right on Baltimore Street. You know what I'm saying? I'm posted up in front of him. I'm talking to different officers. You know, I'm creating the, I'm creating connections for real. I get down to the one officer, black. He's about 27, 28. You know what I'm saying he looking at me straight in my face. I'm like, oh, are you the only one out here who ain't shake my hand? Like. This ain't bothering you that you standing alongside these people who wiping us out as just a small part of the systematic oppression that we facing, bro. This ain't bothering you. This dude looked at me, spent on the ground. Like he spent on the ground in front of me, super disrespectful. Black guy, he spent on the ground right in front of me and then goes, it don't bother me because they not affecting my people. I'm with them. So I'm like, who is your, so my, what I said was, is your people, bro? Because without that badge and that navy blue uniform, they see you outside. You get the same treatment I get, bro. So who are your people, bro? Exactly. Who are your people, bro? Uh, and he's looking at me like he like he like I know not to be ignorant when they come to uh dealing with the police. I know to not carry myself, you know how y'all carry yourself. I'm like, why are you speaking like you're not black, bro? Like, why are you speaking like that? And that's the only time I lost my temper. That's the only time the whole time I was marching. That's the only time I you seen a little bit of things out of like. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. You can't you can't be upset with him. Why? He might be from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Might have grew up, went to a mixed school. His best friend man name might be Bobby, and he might be white, and he might don't know. All skin folk ain't kin folk, man. You ain't never lied, man. Like kinfolk, you, gotta be, you got to be careful out here, man. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. So, indeed. I mean, what's what's next? You say you got this nonprofit coming? Yo, so I ain't a lot. Um, right now we're working on the push, the push program, push event to success happening. Uh, so we literally we in the process of that right now, like filing for copyrights for names. You know what I'm saying? Business Five hundred one C three and all that. Yeah, all, a whole you nine yards. Cause I'm okay. at the point right now where uh, my kids need to see something to believe in. Okay? Exactly. Like, they they hear me, they hear me, they see me putting in the work. But my, and then for me too, like I need to know, like I can get up and go to my place of establishment, my business, my establishment, and change a life today. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's what we pushing right now. Uh, hoodies, t-shirts, and all that. Once all that drops, it's just. All for the kids, man. Once the more we get from that, the quicker we can build up this program and get it going. Exactly. Let me know once that merch drop, man. You know I'm a support oh, indeed, regardless. Indeed. I definitely am. Um, let me let me ask. Where do you see yourself for the next five years? <laughs> the next five years, I'm gonna be 27. No lie. The next five years. I most definitely made a change in my hood, in my community. And when I say made a change, I'm talking about that was there's new laws in my hood. Something changed. Like I did it where though my people feel like, oh, them people start to care about us. Uh so in the next five years, I most definitely uh I will still be in the state of Maryland. I will be 
still fighting for, man, we got we to gotta call a spade a spade, bro. Like, I'm still be fighting for the simple shit. Just so our basic simple duties. Uh, but I'm going to be well established. I mean, by that time, no folk won't know my name. Like, they're, they're, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to get to a point where we be pushing back and forth. Like, you know how they how they be downtown pushing back and forth. Oh, we want to do this program for the city. Woo, woo. I want to be, I need to get to the point where it's over. Somebody in that room be like, man, forget it. Call Saquon back. So I want them folk to be like, no, nah, don't call him. Don't call him. We're right. going to do it. Huh? Huh? Y'all got it. Huh? Take that. Like, that's what <laughs> I want to be in the next five years. And for the, thank y'all for the viewers that's just joining us. Please like and share the show. Max, I, this is what I, for, the, for somebody that might just be tuning in or might have been tuning in, I want you to give them just a piece of your background because, I mean, I'm going to let you say it. I ain't going to say it, but it's good. Let it out because I don't want them to think you pro black and you don't like white people. No, no, no. I love my, my pink folk. <laughs> let these people know what you come from. All right, so, uh, look, so we ain't bashing the white man. No, we let you know him. We? we let him. So, all right, in a nutshell, long story short, man, my sixth grade teacher, when I was in the sixth grade for real, uh, and all this is verified and fact. You can check my Facebook, my Instagram. I'm always with my family, man. Uh, my fifth grade math teacher, right before I got his cell from middle school, he basically came to the hood, saved my life, bro. He gave me an opportunity, like, look, you want we can move you to Howard County, you can move in with my family, man. And, uh, Cause I see more in you than you see in yourself at the moment. You know what I'm saying? I see that he saw this already. You know what I'm saying? He saw this whole lead the voice or whatever. So uh sixth grade math teacher, big, and I'm, I say this as blunt as possible, bro. Big six foot nothing white guy in the middle of the project, day in, day out, taking care of me, taking care of my peoples, bro. I got expelled from our bottom of city schools. He got me into our alternative program. Later got me into Digital Harbor where I got put out of there, sent to Lake Clifton and got put out of there. And then he was like, all right, man, you tried it your way. You you running out of options, so we going to Howard County. So moved me to Howard County with my mom's man. Uh, and I don't want nobody to get this misconstrued or mixed up. I still talk to my regular people. Brenda ain't had no baby and put me in the dumpster or nothing like that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I still talk to my regular family, my biological family, day in and day out. But, uh, and that's why I feel like I could make a real difference in the world because I've been I played both sides of the field. Both sides. I've been on the other side where they say the grass is green and I and I grew up on the side where it wasn't no damn grass. So I know I know my impact is way bigger than me, but yeah, man, uh yeah, my family, my brother, who was my sixth grade teacher, my sister, um, my mother, man, uh that whole group is just super supportive, bro. Uh before I went and even stepped outside to go protest or whatever, I called all the people close to me and was like, man. How you really feel about me going out here? You know, miss COVID, uh, miss police brutality, all the madness. Like, and it was some of the first people I called. So yeah, I ain't, I ain't just like so black. Forget them folk over there. Them folk, it's all of them ain't bad. All them folk ain't bad, man. Some of them right. folk want to see us in better positions. Right. I, I wanted you to let the world know, just in case people like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Like I know. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. but I wanted you to share that, man. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. Like you say, you play both sides of the fence. So I think it's your calling. Well, you definitely gonna be something great, but I really think you're gonna be something, mayor, governor, maybe even president. Honestly, I see it's in you. Hey, hey, I don't nice. care. I, look, I swear, and I tell people this all the time, I don't care what the title is as long as I'm making change for my people. Yeah, I don't damn, care. That's can, what it's about. Label, look, you can label me the secretary at the front door. As long as I get to make a change, like, I don't that's care. That's what it's about, I'm making man. making a change. I don't care, man. 
and, and he, he also coaches lacrosse. Y'all, he, he coaches lacrosse and mentors the youth, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great All man, right here. Let the people, we go on, let the people know how to find you on social media. Uh, everything, uh, Facebook, Saquon Maxwell, S A Q U A N M A X W E L L. Uh, Instagram, literally one number one choice, two underscores. Uh, if you see somebody on there running their mouth, it's not about the is me. You found the right page. Uh, <laughs> you scroll down and you see any protests or anything, it's me. You found the right page. Uh, all my other information there, anything that people want to reach out and help me with, uh, or need help with, I'm here, I'm there. Uh, you can't find me. All of my guy Miles, man, he most definitely can find me because he got a personal number on me. Tell me so, yes, sir. Uh, hey, that, I, you doing any uh donations? Late, I mean, uh, you, you, I got some shoes for you. I got something coming up in uh, a week that we trying to do. All right, I got, I got at least five, six pairs of shoes and a lot of clothes that you can get. All right, bet that, bet that. I got, uh, I got some youngers that, yeah, man. All right, yeah, I'll holler at you about that. Yeah, what's up? Yeah. Definitely. So, man, look, let me, all right, let's play devil's advocate for a minute real fast, man. All right. We got this police brutality thing going on. Right. Like I said, we got the world opening up. Right. Do you think it'll be another curveball? Oh, uh, yes. It's on its way. That's what I'm, like, that's it's what I'm thinking. It's, nah, like, it's, it's something miss- cohort effect. Anybody looking right now can literally, when we hop off here, Go check what's going on in China right now. They are back on the state of emergency lockdown. Go literally go check that out. They are literally back on the state of emergency lockdown. Uh, looking at a second wave of a new uh virus. They ain't even worse, calling it the worse than cold. No, it's worse than COVID. Supposedly worse than COVID. Like I actually body dropping from the so and they back on lock, and that's where it came from originally, right? So I, I'm big on that. It's coming back, and I just keep telling people, man, you gonna go outside, be safe, and take the proper precautions, man. What's your thoughts on this COVID stuff? Do you? I, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I believe it's real. I know people that have died from it. Yeah. But on the flip side, they're getting y'all to wear these masks. You're breathing in your own carbon dioxide. You know they, it's, man. I don't know, yo. I, I think personally, that's a truth in every lie. I'm going to say that. That's a truth in every lie. There's a little right. bit of truth in every lie, man. So I feel like it's, it's been here, yeah. Because uh, if you look back a couple months before, like they, they labeled it as a COVID, corona, whatever you want to call it, uh, people was getting up with respiratory infections, people were going back and forth to the hospital, not feeling good. All the symptoms that they said of COVID, uh, people was having these and it would call them up with respiratory infections. Uh, so I think it's been here and it got out of control. I think what they tried to do is they tried to handle it under the scenes, like under behind closed doors, they like, you need to fix this right now, like, because. Right. If you know what's out here, let's try to fix it before it gets too bad. And I think what happened was the fire spread too fast on them. It spread way too fast on them. It got out of hand. Then you get all these people who take in the real information and turn it into personal information, which yeah. sometimes happens in the world. Uh, everybody want to know the business, but somebody got to be the first to tell it. You know what I'm saying? So everybody want to be out here like, oh, it's COVID. It's COVID. So I heard it do this. I heard it do this. I heard they ain't really doing this. You go get the test. They're going to put this in. you like, come on, man. Like That's why I tell people, man, like, uh, Go read something. Yeah. Go read something. Go look at something, man. Go go shop in your tool. When I say your tool, go shop in your tool. So you can really know what's going on. Like people think I'm crazy because I was outside with no mask on. Not crazy, man. Like from when I what I read over and over, bro, I can't breathe my own. You just you literally just said it, matter of fact. Right? That's one. And two, 
You gotta understand, they saying no groups larger than 10 people, but the body heat or the, the air density in the air of like 80 to 90 degrees kills the virus. Thank you. Right. So if I'm out here with more than 10 people and we are together and we creating heat, the only way we're right. gonna get is it is if I keep this mask on and keep pulling it down. So when I pull it down, I'm releasing all that toxins that's hot that it don't make sense. So people thought I was crazy when I was supposed to and I just don't put it out there. I I'm gonna, I'm gonna step in before it goes too far, because you know we got listeners. Um heat does not kill the virus. UV light kills the virus. Okay. Which which is a is a source of heat, right? No, yep. it's light. Okay. So light. No, it's a certain like, it, pattern it, of light that comes down and kills the virus. Which, which is, first, no, which is it, actually it, direct it, sunlight. Direct sunlight would kill the, the kill the virus. That was, that's what I was. That's what I was about to get to. Yeah. So I ain't want. I ain't want. You know what I'm saying? So when I say heat, I don't mean like just go ahead and huddle up with your friends in the yard. Right. And like, oh, I ain't saying that. I'm glad you clarified it. I ain't, right. I ain't saying that. I ain't saying that. What I'm saying is basically in a nutshell, man. Just just go read. I don't. I don't try to sway my opinion on nobody or nothing. Yes. Some people just still gonna wear the mask at the day they die, or people gonna wear the mask until. But I just want everybody to stay safe, stay safe, man, and take the proper precautions. I'm gonna tell you what what has been on my mind and it's kind of been bugging me ever since. Well, I can't even say bugging me, but I look at the kids. Like we went from what six hour learning days to two, or no more than three. Hours, our uh, sessions a day. So now the responsibility of educating your child, you can say, is on the parent. So if this goes on for however long, these kids losing out, man. I'm it's scared for them. That was that was my first initial thought when all this was popping off. I'm like, man, how are we gonna take care of our young in the school? You telling us we can't have more than ten people? And where we was working at, we had 25, 30 in the room. I'm saying so how this gonna help our youngest. Uh that was my thought. Uh that was yeah, so I just feel like this is time for not even just the kids, but the parents to sharpen up on them. Like the parents just to sharpen up and organize. I this is my personal opinion. Like I just think that uh like I know for myself, I've been doing a lot of schoolwork with my nephews. So and it and it, I mean it it's been it's been tedious, but at the same time it's like I can try to organize a little bit better because now I'm, you know what I'm saying? I got to have time for them to do this, time for them to work on some math. Like, you got to break it down to this structure, man. And I think uh, at the end of the day, everybody who's who's facing this or got multiple kids at home, or even just one child, man, you just, I, just, I think that's just sharpening up on your organization skills, man, and just stay as connected as you can to your child. Because I feel like our children learn on computers, man. What about the child who's a hands-on learner? You got to be in a classroom and really see this, like, oh, this goes here, and that goes, oh, I know I can get it. Because I was one of those children, like, I need to be hands-on. Like, all right, cool. If you put this over here, oh, now I see why you said that work. You can't do that on the screen, man. Uh, but, yeah, man, I, I, I've been, was definitely thinking about the youngest through this whole process. I, I got one even better, deeper for you. Two things. What about the nine-year-old that's home that lives with their mother, mother only, maybe? Mother is a, uh, she has to go to work every day. So now you're leaving that big responsibility on that child. So it's like, it's a gap. I mean, then you, like, yeah, with that, you creating more stress on a parent as well. Cause not a parent, I'd be like, man, where my child won't go back while I'm at work? Like who, can I really leave my child over here in these eyes? So yeah, man, it's a lot of, it's a lot of underlying uh, problems that, that come with that. And that's just like, and lack, for a lack of better comparison, that, that's literally like people wanting to leak and riot and burn down the city. Like, 
what's going to happen post-violence, like what happens, like after that, you know what I'm saying? Like post these children been out of school, ain't nobody home with these children, man. And you, right. still got, you still got teachers working around the clock, man. You know, if I know Baltimore City on some crazy issue with the teachers right now, like they're not trying to pay them for two weeks of the school year. And like after, because their contracts are through 190 days, right? And any day mm. after that, they supposed to be like, from how I was explained to her by a couple teacher friends of mine. Uh, so they, they, the teachers are in the middle of a contract, like little situation right now. Like, so when it's like, man, everybody's getting hit with this, bro. Like, people ain't thinking about post none of this stuff. People, I think right now, one of the biggest problems we, everybody living in the moment. Like, everybody panicking about right now. Everybody, right. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, hey, that's the part. Look. That's a part of the design to get us scared and panic and weaken our immune system and get us sick. And all. I'm a, I don't know, man. I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist. But a lot of the stuff I see, it'd be nothing but facts, man. But um, is uh, hopefully things will get better. I'm just, you know, I'm worried about these children out here that are basically fending. They have to teach themselves. And it's like, you can't, I think you can't this, depend I think on a child to teach themselves. See, man, I, I'm. I, some people tell me like, "Yo, you all, you, you a little too positive on the world, but look at the negative." But you gotta look at the positive of this too. This is a time for us to show. I'm just speaking on the black culture. This, this as of right now, like, this is time for us to show how strong we really are without them. True. True. You know saying like, what's stopping us from once all this stuff, all this stuff getting lifted up and open? What's stopping us from supporting a couple of our black teachers, putting them in a little spot, renting out a little spot, and then we having rotating classes coming through there? We run our own. We ain't. I don't know. I don't really know all the ins and outs of that, but I'm just saying, like, it could happen. Right. If you could start a daycare, and you know what I'm saying, like, why why we can't show them how strong we are, unified in the face of adversity. You know what I'm saying? Because we in the face of adversity right now. So we're stopping all our African American teachers that's really out here, or some of the ones that ain't in our culture that really care about us and our well being. Why we can't come together, create something for our children, man? And I'm not saying it's just oh, our parents can have somebody drop their kids off. Like, that's not it. Because, you know, there's, there's parents out here who think like that, unfortunately. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. like but True. whatever. Uh, like, what's stopping us from doing that? Like, coming together. I talked to one of the teacher friends from from the school and whatever. And I was talking to her. And she was just like, yo, I, I honestly been thinking about that. Like, I've been looking into all the COVID and everything. But, like, I'm, I'm honestly thinking about doing a little small group session on my front porch, you know, teaching the kids. And then we do a different group every week. Or, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. Shit, like, what's stopping us from doing that? We got to get back to that village. And I think with this, all of us won't, but a lot of us will slowly get back to that. Because it does take a village to raise a child, man. Like, I was raised... starting to realize that. Yeah, yeah. I'm starting to get back to it. With this, one thing I will say, with this going on, it has helped families bond more. I will say that, like, it does build, it's like getting your family bond stronger. So I, I look at the positives, the negatives, I don't know. I, I was like, cause Funk, when it first kicked off, Funk was over here for like two weeks. And I'm asleep, but I'm like, oh, I got get, I got to wake him up. He wake up, he do what he's supposed to do. But it's like, what if he was the knucklehead that didn't do what he's supposed to do? That laid back down and I was a lax parent. My child, I'm setting my child up for failure. Failure, that. You know, so to y'all parents out there, please don't be lazy. Y'all that's listening, wake your children up, go over there, work with them. And no lie, the best thing for a child, man, and this comes from me working with children, being trauma, like I'm trauma, 
trained in brain sensitivity and whatever. The best thing for a child is repetition. Like, it has to happen. It has to be a, a system. It has to, like, because once a child realizes, like, all right, I know when I get up, I got to do this, I got to do that in order for me to do what I want. You know what I'm saying like I got I gotta do I gotta do and I always tell my nephews bro like I from the point where I felt like my nephew was grasping what I was saying I always tell him though the two biggest thing that the, the two biggest things that you need to understand in life though is knowing what you want and knowing what you need. You know right. Saying? So you you know you need to do this to do what you want to do. So it's gonna get out the way. So setting that routine and that system like just for example like my nephew's coming to my house uh twelve and two the ages of my nephew as a whiteboard. Right on the other side of the wall, I'm sitting in front of that. That's a whiteboard. And I get them breakfast. All right, you got pancakes, French toast, or cereal, bro. Check off what you want. And most of the time, now I'm at the point where my, my, my 11-year-old, my 12-year-old nephew, just turned 12, he's running the show now. Cause okay. he's been in this, he's been in this, in this reputation in this system. And like, he know, he like, I know Uncle Saquon. Granted, I be up already, you know, doing whatever I'm doing. And sometimes I just sit back and watch it's like poetry in motion. Like, man, I've been telling him to do this. Like, now he's doing it, and that that's just the simple stuff of how we pass stuff down. I'm watching that happen. Like I taught my nephew that, because my grandmother taught me that. Like, right. Listen, it'll be easier. So now my nephew is teaching my youngest nephew this. Like, all right, Uncle Saquon will make us get up. He's going to make us read at this time. So don't even try to turn the game on. You know what I'm saying? Like, Uncle Saquon will do this. So I feel like reputation man, is creating a system for our kids. Why they don't have a structured system is what's that's what's in That's a good thing. I was uh with my uncle today. We talked about recreation centers. He's saying, man, he hoping that these wrecks get back open. I told him that saved me. That was my schedule at elementary school. Recreation center. Home recreation center. Till See, it's I'm time for you to go home that. and eat. Huh? I'm iffy on that. I'm iffy iffy. On that. The only, yeah, because I, I, I want the wrecks to open back up, right? But I want the right people to be in these wrecks. That's the point. The yeah. Right people to be That's in here. I, you can you can open a wreck and pay somebody ten dollars an hour just to sit at the door and make sure the door locked and whatever. Not knocking that. If people do, I'm not knocking that at all. I don't know. But I'm saying right. like you gotta get people who really wanna help the community in these wrecks. You can't right. get a person who when Lord So and So go in here and he having a bad day and he flashed out, you can't put him out. Right. You can't put right. him out. Go sit him down, take him to a room in the wreck, talk to him. Talk to it him. may sound corny, it may sound cheesy, but Go talk to him. Go do. Go walk him through why he can't act like that, or why he shouldn't act. You can act however you want. Why you shouldn't act like that, or why? How much further you can get if you just use your words instead of just get out. Don't come back to the right. And then you got a little homie who go back to the hood. Like, yo, we ain't going to the wreck because I can't go in. Now everybody else like, oh, all right, we ain't going to the wreck then because my man can't go in. So you gotta think about that. We just gotta put the right people. Uh, open the wreck. Yeah, I'm all for that. Uh, weekly basketball games, like actual. Because me, personally, when I went to the rec, bro, it was like the door was open. We had uh, Officer Silver, who was one of our school resource officers. He set at the door. And we had like two teachers from our school set at the door. And we just go in there. Basketball was out. Football was out. They had a little computer room with like two computers in there. You know, somebody mm -hmm. selling snacks at the front. But it wasn't really structured. We were just in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's what it is. Hey, structure is very important. So yeah, I think if if it was to be structured, like you said, get some people that care, I think that'd be a good thing. I, be, me personally, I think that'd cut down on crime. Two things: the wrecks are cut down on crime if they were open, and it's another thing. Far okay, as education, say. huh? Oh, I, oh, I go ahead, go ahead. I want to take it back to the education real quick. Me personally, 
if they were to incorporate two things into a plane, music. Yes, indeed. Because Lil Mike might know all the latest rap songs. He might can't count to 10, but he gonna get you bar for bar. That's one. Then on top of that, you might got some hustlers that come to school. They might just come to school to pass time. When they in school, they can't really read. They can't. They can't probably count, but they know what a three point five is. They know how many ounces is in. A, they know how many grams is in an ounce. So I think you got to make education more relatable to what's and, going on today. And you say, and you say that just just to touch back on me personally. My teacher started making school relatable for me. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I know that. Oh, all right, so we need this many <laughs> over here, like. Oh, why? Right. If it, if I got this many and they sending this many, I I know, and that's how I'm I'm doing my work the whole time. I'm doing schoolwork and I'm passing now, but it's just relatable now. It's like, relatable. I'm, you know what I'm saying? He using street names that I know. Like if you on division and whatever, how long it's going to take you to get to Martin Luther King and so on? So like, you know what I'm saying? We ain't looking at Timmy has six horses only. This amount of apples. I don't have right. a horse and I don't like apples. Like, so, <laughs> so are you teaching me about this? Like, right. Yo, I me per man, I said this a long time. If they was to implement those, especially music, we'd be all right. Back, have you, know, you know what that go back to though? What us. we need to speak at the table so this stuff can be put into these bodies. Somebody gotta get to that table and tell them this, bro. You right gotta get there and tell them like we need to rewrite these tests. We need to, we need to, we need to. Rewrite the test for the communities that we put in these tests in. Yo, I took a test, I took the the MSA when I was in the fifth grade. And you wanna know something crazy? I can say this now. I'm long out of middle school and some people probably whatever. I took my MSA home. Home. How you do that? I'm not lying. I'm not lying. I got in trouble that day. We were taking the test, right? Playing in the hallway. I remember this day. Me and one of my friends, the one now, we playing in the hallway going. Uh-oh. There you go. And show sure enough. All right, all right. So you we were playing in the hallway or whatever. And we, they send us to the in-school suspension, whatever. They bring our test down there. They got us separated. We still playing in the in the detention room. We throwing little paper planes at each other, whatever. They like, uh -huh. you about to call your mother. My mother worked around the clock at Northern General. So my mother wasn't coming up the street to come deal with me. Like, she went, I was just going to get handled at the crib. You feel me? Right. So show sure enough, we had a lady. We had one of our teachers in the little detention room with us, and she was like, just go home, just go home, just get out, just get out, because everybody in here trying to learn, and you in here acting how you act, and what I'm like, that, of course, that ain't what she said. She said something way sharper than that, but um, she ended up like, go home. So I get up, me being the child that I am, like, good, I ain't want to take this dumb test anyway. Walk out the door, I get down to the front door. They're like, uh, she's like, uh, -uh take this with you, take it with you. Gave my MSA, yo. Uh, MSA, took That's crazy. I took it to the crib. I didn't know that this was a state test. Like, I ain't know. I had my sister filling in answers. <laughs> Yo, hey, 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 look, we got the test. That's what's up, though. I, I know you passed. Yeah, that's I got Make it sure. Make it sure. Make it sure. Yeah, I don't up. know. Just had me a little skeptical on a couple of them answers. I was like, hold up. <laughs> right, right. That's what's up, man. So wait a minute. Oh, excuse me. I got a little. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I apologize for that. That was that patron. I apologize. Um, do you are you do you plan on going back into the school system working? 
Yeah, probably, probably later on down the line. I'm always gonna be in touch with what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to keep my hands on with stuff that's uh being fed to our kids and in these classrooms and just pushing and letting our kids know that our education don't stop at the 12 years of school. That don't stop because we ain't really taught nothing there. That's just a mandatory placement for us. Uh, so right now for me, I feel like I, I'm gonna get to a point where I'm gonna let everybody finish that schooling over there, but I'm creating my own kind of school. That's what I'm. That's my goal. I need to, I want to teach you. That's what that's what this safe house is. Um, I want to teach you financial literacy. I want to teach you why credit is more important than cash. I want to teach you why buying a home is better than renting a home. Not saying that you need to go out there and the first place you ever live on your own is the house that you bought in the middle of somewhere. Right. No, that ain't what I'm saying. Like why it ain't smart to lease for old for more than three years at a time. Like or you know what I'm saying, rent a property, stuff like that. Like so that's my uh. So far as education in the actual system, no. As far as educating my kids on real life situations, yes. That's what's up, man. Also, I think these children need to, I would say, they need to do more homework on their lineage. Like, for instance, you might got a family of hustlers. Their grandfather was hustling, their great-grandfather, and it goes down. And some of them find themselves hustling, but you're like, damn, why am I doing this? Because your father did it, your father's father did it, his father's father did it. We got to break that chain. We got to break that curse, man. So that's another thing. See, look at yourself in the mirror. We got to definitely stand 10 toes down, look yourself in the mirror and then the eyes and say, look, I'm faced with this, that, and the third, but I will. But you know what it really is, though? We get to a point where the point where that happens and that gets flipped is the point where we start teaching our children or our culture, period, to live and not survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was always in the survival mindset in our culture. You feel me? Like, I know I can't go down here at this time of night. You know what I'm saying? I can't walk this way. I ain't gonna police. They're gonna stop me for nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once we get to a place where, and, that, and once we get to a place in this world where we feel like we can start teaching our children to live, bro, and not necessarily be in survival mode all the time, like, anybody, I'm gonna tell you this, man, and, and quote me on this. Anybody who grew up in the hood, lived in the hood, knew people from the hood, at some point in their life, they felt like, why the hell am I here? I am, I could lose my life being in this neighborhood. Like, right. it happens to you, because because at a point we all get to, get, get to an age where we start understanding life for real. Like, we right. start understanding like, oh, you ain't really got it like that. Like, or, or that ain't really set up for us to be great in. Or they treating us different than they treat them. So we, when we start understanding life, it's like, all right, now we understand what's going on, but what most people just understand what's going on and adapt to it. You know what I'm saying? They adapt to it. They like, all right, cool. I only need to make this much by this time to get this bill paid. You know what I'm saying? I need to do this by this time to get his school papers paid for, this paid for, or to get him these new shoes. If we get to a point where we break in the gener- generational depression, Oops, yeah. generational uh, oppression within our own selves, man, like understanding that. I read an article, man, and I was, I was reading on it and I went and looked it up like, it was something crazy, like, it take like 10 black families to equal one financially stable, wealthy family, and white wealthy family in America, right? So I'm gonna go looking into this, and it's like, damn, that's real. Like, the black dollar only staying in our community for a week, if that, not even a week. That. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the white dollar, the Asian dollar, the Korean dollar, that dollar circulate for months in a community. Like, Yo. and our dollar on average only stay in our community for five days, bro. Do you know, I'm going to tell you something. And, and another thing that, that I noticed. 
All right, I was a trash man for one day in Carroll County, right? I was uh, fighting a gun charge, so it was hard for me to get a job. My father knew some people. So I got a job at this, this, this I forgot his name, it was a white guy that had his own trash trash truck. In out Carroll County, they don't have, like we got the city to come through, they have yeah. contracts, right? They do contracts, yeah. So when I get there, ironically, all of the trucks are gone, right? So I got to kick it with him. So I'm driving with him. I Google him. Get his name, Google him. I see back then, it's like seven, eight years ago. He was worth 2.1 mil then. So we ride. And I say, man, how did you get to where you are now? You know what he said? He said, man, listen. It was me, him, and four friends. He said, while they were in high school, the 12th grade year high school, they made a pact. One was going to be a police officer. One was going to be a fireman. One was going to be a lawyer. One was going to be a councilman. And one was going to be a trash man. They funnel money into each other's business every month. That's what they do. We don't do that. Why? You know what? You know what? It, it, that's ill because, like, I had an incident, and I ain't going to name drop or nothing like that. I had an incident. Yeah. I was trying to cross. Uh, I was coaching because I wasn't even playing. I was coaching. Uh, and, you know, I got a lot of inner city children on my team, whatever. They playing, whatever. We pass it up. I see on the other sideline. Well, you know, in lacrosse, you sat on the same sideline for real. So uh, I look over and I see, like, oh, that's a black coach down there. And then my heart, I was like, yeah, like, this looks good. We had a white yes. tournament. We got two black coaches. Like, we, we, you know what I'm saying? The team I was helping coach, we win by like four or five goals, something like that, right? Everybody shaking hands. He shake all the kids' hands with the whoop. He get down to me, shake my hand, shake our coach's hand. I'm like, yeah, man. So my question is, my question to him was like, oh, how, uh, cause it, it, I forgot what he did. Uh, so when across, when we call clearing at the ball, like a defense get it. I they play. Now like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Let them know. Let them know. My bad. Yeah, so, <laughs> I took that person. <laughs> so, 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 so it's like it's called clearing when a defenseman get the ball from in front of the cage. They gotta hurry up and get it over the field in a certain amount of time. And his team was doing it so effortless, like, like they it was clockwork with them. Like, he get it, pass it to him, pass it to him. Like, how we wanted our boys to be. So I asked him, like, yo, like that's one of our toughest spots, like clearing the rock, because all our kids think there's football and they can just run through everybody. Like, you know what I'm saying? They just looked at me like, y'all good at everything. I'll figure it out. So I like, what? What I do to him? I'm like, maybe it's a bad time. Like, maybe we just beat him in a close game. And he ain't trying to really talk to his opponent like that. So I'm like, maybe it's a bad time. But later on in the day, man, um, one of the other coaches, like, man, I've been working with him for years, man. He just, he just don't like he don't he don't believe in he don't believe in us uh us really trying to come in and take over the game, like which is what we're not trying to do. But we just good. We just like we just need to stay in our position. So I say that to say, man, I think a lot of people, like I just said, a lot of people stuck in their ways with stuff, man, and they feel like instead of instead of us putting our two minds together and making it work. They just like, let me push him out the way so we can get here and I can just have everything he got. But that's not how it works, bro. Like, right. If down, like if you doing something and I see you doing it, like and you good at it and I'm doing something and I'm decent at it, I'm like, damn, he got a common interest. Like, let me go ask him how he getting through this or how he doing that. My mentor right. always tell me, man, like, when you're doing stuff in the world, when you're doing business with people, 
you don't ever got to see eye to eye. Just make sure y'all looking in the same direction. Same direction. Like, and that's and that's one of the biggest things that I like. One of the life lessons I take with me. Like everybody ain't gonna agree with my tactics or my motion. Like you better believe it was people out there telling me like, that's that. We burning this down right now. We burning it down. And I had to stand my ground. Like yo, come on, bro. We all got the same right. goal out here. Like let's try it my way one time. Right. We had people there like yo, 2015. I did this, did that. What did that do for our city, bro? We still right. hurting from that. So let's just try it my way one time, bro. Let's try it right. my way one time. Let's let's try to go talk to these people one time. So, uh, yeah, I think a lot of people just stuck in their ways, man, and they just feel like, and you know, in, in our culture, bro, we like attention. That's because the world the world created us like that. Because the the world love black culture, but don't love us. Like, right, right, like, right. They, they love Tina Turner. They love J and Beyonce. They love Barack Obama, Michelle Obama. They love the way we put certain stuff on, like even our queens when they get dressed up, put their little happies on, lipsticks on. You got ladies trying to do that. You got people out on that side, on that side getting surgeries to get dark or it's all types of crazy stuff going on that's that mimic right. our culture, bro. So once we just start stop letting them people in on our royalties, bro, like stop letting them get our royalties for free, bro. And we start understanding, like, yo, we kinda together, we shut this shit down, man. We, we can run something. Like we can run something, bro. I want that. I want that to happen so bad, so bad. I want us all just to get together and unite. But man, it's a it's a it's a unnatural essence of competitive hate. And That's I, I talked to you about this. I talked to you about this. Yeah, by by nature, it seemed like we like we're at odds. It's like I can't welcome you with open arms because of. Whatever. I'm I don't afraid know like, what you're going to do. I'm yeah, afraid but, what you're going to do or when you're going to take me out. Like, But all of us, I mean, we got to get the notion that like we got only way for us to progress is if we help each other. We ain't doing yeah, it. Yeah, most definitely. And I guess it's because you don't want this person to have more than that person. No, we can get more together. Like, yo, I'm going to tell you what's crazy. I got locked up in 2002, right? Right. I did something in Pennsylvania. I was dealing with these checks. Anyway, I was here in Baltimore, and I didn't know I had a warrant out there. So I went to a hotel. You know, they basically came got me from a hotel. Took me to York, Pennsylvania. I get to York, Pennsylvania. It's an immigration jail. but There's a lot of Mexicans, whites, all of us. Soon as they wake us up, the white people went with the white people. The Mexicans introduced each other to each other. I'm from such and such. I'm from El Salvador. I'm from Mexico. I'm from it. They mingling. You know, the black, you know, it was only, it was about, it was a few of us. You know, we don't, but it's like, yo, it's like, we just don't get it. And it's like that, though. It, it, it's like that. And unfortunately, man, I think that's a part of my goal, too, is just to show people, like, like my, my friends and them looking at me crazy, though, when I go places. Like, the last time I went out, there's a young black lady waiting on our table, whatever. And I, I told that young, like, I love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Be great. And sure, they gave me a hug. Whatever. I'm imagining them looking at me. Like, Why are you just telling people you love them, bro? I'm like, yo, it's just a conversation, bro. Like, when we walking down the street, like, my guys all the time, like, we'll walk down the street. They'll see somebody walking. They'll step off to the side or, like, stop so they can walk past if we want a little stop. I'm like, no, bro. How you doing today? If ain't nobody tell you today, have a great day. Just keep moving. Like some people won't look at you like you crazy, but bro, it starts when we start recreating our social norm. Like stop right. calling each other dummy. That ain't cool. Oh, man. I don't do that, bro. I don't like that, bro. Like yeah, I don't do that either. You are what you you are what you hear, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. To an extent, you are what right. you hear, right? So 
we call each other dummy. Like, nah, it's like, man, I don't really know what's going on. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or, or we not introducing ourselves when we walk in rooms no more. Like, come on, bro, that's weird, bro. Like, that's you gotta bring it back. Like, I'm saying, so it starts somewhere, and that, that's why I just do my thing, man. By I'm shaking hands, I shake hands, and people look at me crazy when I shake hands and I cover their hand with my other hand. Like, that's peace and prosperity. Like, you good? Like, you protect yeah. it. I mean, I'm with you. I'm with you. You do whatever you're doing. People be looking at me like, oh, what's that, bro? Like, it's just the small stuff that we do. Like, like I got a friend. I got a friend, right? And I invited him to a little little gathering. We had, like, a little small, little five, six people at the spot. You feel me? Like, we was just chilling. And he lived not too far away. So he's like, yeah, I'll come through, yo. I'll come through. We was just, it really was some networking type stuff when we talked. And he, every time, uh, Emotech, Emotech was his name. So when he come in, when he came in, he always, because he was raised, like, on the motherland, like his mom always just tell us about Africa and where we come from for real, for real, right? And Emotech just carried this through his whole life. Like, if you think I got a story, boy, yo, he yeah. came in there, he came in the room and was like, peace, blessings, kings and queens, how y'all doing? Like, and, they, and then in the room, they like, what you a pastor? <laughs> but <laughs> like, if he no. said, what's up, dummy? Y'all would have accepted. And that's how the first conversation started when he got here. He's like, so, if I would have walked in and be like, what's up, dumbass? Like, y'all would have, y'all better have been receptive to that. They like, were receptive to that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm coming here, but I'm saying peace, blessings. You know what I'm saying? Kings and queens. Like, that's how, that's how we introduce ourselves to each other and whatever. Like, and when he introduced me to people, man, that's low key, like, part of the reason I started doing, like, this my, this my, this my King Maxwell, like, this King Maxwell, man. Like, I just want you to meet this beautiful queen. Like, this is how you talk. This is everyday dialogue, man. So I feel like the more we start doing that, and like just changing the little things about ourselves, our social norm. Like let's stop telling each other. I know we mean it from a good place, but let's stop telling each other be safe when we leave each other. Let's stop doing that. Like why are we telling each other be safe? But I, I know why. I know why we telling each other be safe. But let's like it's, it's a norm because now when you tell somebody be safe, you putting them on edge. That's like if all right, think about this. When you walk through a building, right? If you walk in a building with no metal detectors, you don't see no security or nothing. You're like, oh, right, this is a cool spot. I can chill, put my feet up, kind of let my guard down a little bit. Like, versus when you walk in a spot with metal detectors or security guard at the door, you like, they hold my shit a little bit closer. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, true. That's how I feel about our language, man. If we start looking at each other like, like if he's like, yo, have a great day, man. Stay smart. He won't leave my presence. Like, damn, something might happen. Not saying that everybody think like that, you see what I'm saying? But yeah. like leave my parents like something could happen to me. Like I feel like when we tell people stay safe, bro, it's a little reminder that yo, something could happen to you in the five to ten minutes that you leaving me to wherever you're going. Like, you know what I'm saying? So we just start doing stuff like, yo, be great. Like, have a great night, bro. Go do this. Like stuff that I hate to say, but stuff that white people I, do. I feel you <laughs> have a great night, you know what I'm saying? You're right. Like, I feel you hundred percent. And shout out to my brother Andre Miles and my, my good Muslim brother. Shamarco, I mean, listen, they was locked up together, right? So my brother used to call me. He doing time. How you doing, brother? Peace and blessings. How you doing? Great, man. And me, I'm like, then when he let me talk to Shamarco, Shamarco, man, I, I hope, I hope love has found your heart. And, you know, yeah. so I took that and started to say, hey, great, man. I, like you say, I started to put that in my vocabulary. And you should see how people looking at you like, Huh? It's nothing wrong with speaking, and it's nothing wrong with gentle compliments, y'all. Let's break that chain, man. Please. It's just like, it's just like man, ah, man. It's a lack of respect in our community, for real. Like, within ourselves, like, we, I'm like, man, and I was preaching this, like, and people, people took me out of context, and I said this, I'm like, no. 
in order to get proper respect, you gotta respect yourself first. Like if a person look at you and be like, they don't really care about his appearance, they don't care how he's talking, they don't care like people talking about like when our friends say, Well, you talking white. Like, no, bro, I'm having a conversation. Like, don't do that, brother. Like, don't say that. It's called code switching, bro. You can put me in a room with a with the biggest drug dealers in the world. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in that room. Yeah, you put me in a you room. Turn it on, turn it off. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like once we just start learning that simple little stuff uh, throughout our culture, bro, and, 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 and replicating it and showing our youngest that little stuff, we'll be straight. Hey, we'll be that's straight. a course. That's a course for us, only the melanin people. We got to find a name for turning it on and turning it off. Know when to do what. Because, <laughs> listen, you got to yeah. know when to turn it You got to know when to, yeah, yo. You got to know, yeah. yes. You got to know when to yeah. turn it on and turn it yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes yeah, you just got to know when to shut up, yo. You just got to know when to stop talking. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you just got to stop talking, bro. You just got to stop talking. You right. You right. Hopefully, though, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I hope our people get it, man. I, I try not hey, to well, get too you, consumed. You know what? I thought I used to talk like that. Like, I hope, I wish, I hope this, I, but I got to a point where I'm like, we're going to be straight. We're going to okay. be out. Even though it's hard for me to say it. And see all the stuff that's going on, like, bro, it took, bro, it broke my heart, man. I woke up this morning and I seen that a young lady and that that uh that baby was shot in that car or whatever. Like, like, I ain't like, even. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I was reading about it this morning on uh on WJZ. Like, they found him in a car, or whatever. Like, the young lady and the baby was was double homicide or whatever. And then it just made me think back on the whole like last three weeks. Like, what am I out here fighting for? Like if we, if I'm trying to fix. I can't go fix they backyard when our grass ain't cut, bro. Right. We, I can't do that. So, bro, I sat there for probably 45 minutes to an hour, like just looking at the post and reading it over and over, went and looked it up, and I'm like, yo, I was just out here with so many strong young black people, bro. Like, and all they gotta do is sharpen this, bro, and they would mm. be taken serious, bro. So it's just like, man, once we stop, once we stop beating ourselves up, bro. And I had an old head. Not even to get off topic, but like to, to go back to that protest thing. I had an old here who was outside and he put it to me. And this is what I was telling him. The, our conversation started. He was like, man, if our young people just watch the news and read what they need to read, they know what's going on. And whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm like, bro, you got to understand our young folks, everything they got is easily to us, is easily accessible, bro. I can get on Facebook and see whatever. I can get on Instagram and see Cardi B got a new tattoo or whatever the case is, right? Mm -hmm. Our kids don't have simple access to the important information. You know right. Like, and I'm telling him, like, oh, you got to break this stuff down in the limited terms for some of our kids, bro. Like, yes. you can't come in there and say the Congress House and the, the, the left went uh, Republican and this went that. They don't know what that means, bro. Mm -mm. Like, because mm -mm. he ain't being taught that. So you got to go teach them in the lamest terms, bro. But one thing he did say that uh, that kind of stuck with me. And he was explaining, once, after I told him, I like, oh, explain it in the lamest terms to why you telling them not to burn down the city. He thought about it, and I'm glad that he heard me out, and I heard him out, like, and he turned around to the group that we was with, and he rephrased his whole statement, and something that stuck out with me, he was just like, yo, if you were in school, and a bully kept punching you over and over every day, you fighting, you fighting, you're not gonna go find his locker and scratch his locker up. You're gonna mm -hmm. go find him, you're gonna go get your people, y'all gonna go find the bully and fight him head on. So we don't need to burn nothing down out here. I was like, oh, there you go. Now you getting what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what right, I'm right. Now you getting what I'm saying, bro. So, yeah, man. Like, this is the lamest term for our youngest, man. And, and I want a lot of people to know this, man. The children is the answer to all of this. The youth, 
I'm, I'm telling you, like people looking at me like they can't change anything. They can. Yeah. If they start acting and doing stuff accordingly, bro. Like you, once we get the respect you deserve, bro, we'll act accordingly. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what, that's all the younger, like children act out. Like when you a toddler, you get your favorite toy took away. You're going to scream, kick, throw your feet up. Like until your parents either cave in and discipline you or give you that toy back. Right. don't work when you a grown man in the world. So if we get out, if we get out youth to understand that early, like, yo, use your word, stand up for something, fall for anything, use your word, go about, be about what you about and do that. I don't care if whatever you're doing, if you're a squeegee boy, whatever, stand on that. You know what I'm saying? Stand on what right. you're doing, man. So, I don't know. Like, I, I just say, that's that's what I mean by the youth, bro. The youth being the, the stepping stone for us to go ahead and move forward. Yeah, the youth definitely play a very important part. And for the parents out there listening, please, it's okay to be friends with your children, but set that boundary, please. Don't be, I can't tell you what not to do, but correct your children. Yeah, That's another problem I see. Like, everybody want to be friends. No, man. Like, I'm going to tell you straight, and I I was laughing about this. Uh, How you got these kids that want to be parents, you know, be friends with their parents. I'm friends with my parents, but I know when. I'm 42 years old. I know what line not to cross with my parents. You know? So that's another thing, man. I mean, I, but I ain't never growing up for me. I'm only 22. So for me, my grandmother ain't play that. Yeah. My in the room, what you what you speaking for? Like, wait till they finish saying what they saying. They pay the bills ahead. These like for one and all because of them. So, you know what I'm saying? So I never really had that. But now that I'm older, like with my mom's here, of course, the conversation more of police phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, and it's mm-hmm. funny, probably not too long ago, I cussed on the phone with my mother, like, not even thinking about it, like, and I felt crazy. I was right. Like, oh. So I, she ain't even know, but like on my end, I'm like, oh, right. And then she's like, right. my mom, like, throw it back at me, like, boy, I heard what you said, boy, watch your mouth, but go ahead, like, right. Because my mom understand, like, it was, it was a passion thing, like, I wasn't cussing at you, mom, like, it was a conversation, but I say that to say, man, like to this day, I don't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Talking to my friends, like, yo, shut that up, yo, while my mother and them, nah, I don't do that, bro, like. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't do that, bro. And I got, I got friends who, who carry themselves like that. Like, they won't change the way they talk or stuff they do. You know what I'm saying? It was worse than it is now because you know most definitely. I feel like I ain't really your friend if I can't hang around, around with you and point out your flaw, bro. Right, right. That's right. flaw. You can't do that, bro. You shouldn't be doing that, yo. But right. uh, they most definitely got better with that. But it is parents out here who just laugh and play like that. I, I, was, I was dealing with a girl, right? Quick. I was dealing with a girl and she was like, that's friends with her mother, like, she on the phone at my house on the phone. I heard her having a conversation. She like, yeah, cause we can go down there this time. They only this much. Like I'm thinking, she talking to one of her little homegirls. Like, so when she hang up the phone, I asked her like, ah, hey, what up? We got going there. I might try side. She like, well, that's my mother. She talking about she trying to go get some crabs. She be tripping. Like that was what? your that was your yeah. mother talking to you like that. <laughs> she was having a conversation with your mom like that. Man, no. Nah. I, I, I wish I would. I'd be on. It'd be a picture of me on the shirt. No joke. Can't. That's one thing we don't do. I wish I would. No, sir. I can't disrespect my friends, even at this age today. For real. Hey, man. Let me ask you. Do you ever think about writing a book? <laughs> hey, Miles, man. Go ahead, man. I know. I know I, uh, I mean, you need to write it, man. I'll write it for you. 
You know what though? You know what? I feel like, and this this how I explain it, like right now, I feel like it's too early for me. Like I feel like it's a whole lot of shit that's about to happen. You know what I'm saying? That I ain't trying, that I don't want to jump too early on it. Right. Uh, I don't want right. to jump too early on it. And as soon as I put the book out, something big happened. Like I feel it, could be, it could be good and bad, but I most definitely got it. I've been thinking about it, yo. Like I've been thinking about it because a lot of people, sometimes I get I don't never get tired of like telling people my story because I always the first time I met you, I'm like, look, yo, I'm gonna tell people my story. I don't know you from Adam and Eve, but I hope it motivates you. Because I don't know what you're going through, and I just want you to know that I've been through some shit. And I hope you see me in my in my good state right now. I ain't got everything figured out. I'm not the perfect, I'm not the perfect tool in the shed, but right. I'm, I'm a good tool. I'm right. gonna, gonna come grab me. You feel me? So, uh, but yeah, man. Sometimes I get tired of just repeating the same thing, like, and then I get the same that same line. Oh, so so you live like the blind side? Like your life is like the blind side for real? <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh, I you want to perceive it, yo. I guess, but yeah, man. I thought about writing the book. I think you was born for this, man. I I really do. Like you was born for this. Your path is just going perfect. I suppose Commodore coaching this that yeah. this. Yeah. It was yeah. like this kind of pushed you out there even more. Yeah, that was I, crazy. I had a I had somebody in my group like uh, we were stopping and telling them what we was doing the next day, like that Monday what we were gonna do or whatever. And people was just saying they thought about the walk, like saying they appreciate somebody. I lied to you, not somebody in that group stood up over like, man, you went to Walton Lake High School. I'm like, yeah. He was like, man, I watched your graduation speech live, man. Come here, bro. Hug me, bro. Hug me, bro. I'm like, I don't know you, bro, but give me a hug. (laughs) Like, so it's just crazy because you don't, I don't really never know who I'm impacting. Like, I don't know who gonna see this and be like, damn, I need to find him, bro. That I like that dude, bro. Like, dude, solid. You feel me? So. I don't know, bro. And then, and then on the other end, man, I ain't gonna lie. I commend you, and I respect everything you're doing for the culture, bro. Like, cause it's just, just like, just, just with the notion of, you could be one of them dudes. It's like, I'm good. I'm fly. I'm fresh. I'm doing my thing. I don't care about nobody else. But one thing I always tell people, like, that's a signed up guy. Like, you feel me? Like, I, I know him. Like, I was on the grand shoulder the other day, and I saw you. I saw you had posted something. I think it was, no, it was the day. Matter of fact, this morning, uh, you had some little. Some oil or something that you were showing, and I was like, Look, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I ain't gonna lie. If he's showing that, bro, it even work for he know them folks. Like, does he gonna support the cause by any means, bro? Like, he even work on it. And I was just telling my guys, like, yo, if people like this, like, like, like Miles, and I always show, and you'd be, you be surprised how much I be in meetings and I, or I be in spaces with important people, if that's what you want to call them. Uh, and I be talking about, because I always tell people, like, I can only speak on what I've been through personally or someone close to me been through. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, bro, it's a lot of people out here who want to help, like, that know what's needed out here, but they don't know where to put their help at. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, like Kyle, like Kyle, uh, Nice Shot Kyle, crazy with the camera, bro. Like, yeah. she's doing diaries for our kids, bro. Like, now we telling people, like, Miles, bro, he clothing line, books, you know what I'm saying? He's coaching basketball, working in the school system for years, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? People, people like Watson, bro, who want to help, but he just, like, I feel like being a teacher is as far as I can go. But it's really more than that. People like Keon, Lance, bro. Like yeah. these, these are everyday for me. These are everyday low key role models, for real. Like I'm looking at these dudes, like all right, they in these situations, but they know they still know what we need to fix yeah. our people. You know what I'm saying? So I commend that man and that, and I thank you for letting Thanks. me even step on your platform and have a little voice, man. Listen, I appreciate that. I've never got that. 
I appreciate it, man. For, I'm dead serious. And I've reached out and helped a lot of people. I've never yeah. gotten that. So yeah, I appreciate that. And as far yeah. as, uh, you know, touching it, I love, I love dealing with our youth, man. Like, I don't do that mess for a chat. It I makes my day to, you know, to get these kids hugs. Some of them don't, they don't get hugs. Their parents never told them they loved them. None of that. You know, we, I'm aware of my influence, especially in that building and around. So me, um, I, I just want to put out there, I like to help people. I will support you to the end. Oh, and I got some beard oil for you, which you saw, that's that, that's me and the missus. We got beard oil and body, but I got I figured you. that, yo. I just I ain't reading to her. I figured that. I got you. But yeah, man, it's about, it's about helping people and not expecting nothing back. That's it. That's it. See, like, see, and if, like, far as with you, who would I be? I know you personally. I see what you're doing. Even before this, I saw your speech. Your speech touched me. I couldn't, it wouldn't be me not to say, all right, I got to get this man this platform so somebody yeah. can hear this man's story. Yeah. That's just how I am, man. You never know, like you say, you never know who may see anything. I'm, I want the best for you, man. Nah, I want the mayor, whatever you ain't got to do, whatever you do, I'm behind because <laughs> I know it's from the heart and it's real, yeah. That's real because, because, and, and you just you just said something real valid though, like you're doing this work and ain't looking for nothing in return, man. I think a lot of people come and do this work and they got personal agendas, they got personal agendas, like I'm doing this so this can make my resume look good so I can get in this space, man. I ain't look, it wasn't, it wasn't until. I ain't cutting none of that. I work for this company. Like sometimes, yeah, you throw that company on there, it's gonna make you look good. Like, well, you got a job with Yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm here for the ground, grassroots of this stuff, bro. Like, I'm here right. with these kids until eight o'clock. I ain't, I know I ain't gonna give anybody gonna be like, huh, here's an extra 200 because you stayed at the eight. I ain't looking for that. But if it was there, it wouldn't be like my end RD or like, I'm gonna go back because I'm gonna get an extra 200. I'm gonna go back because that child is waiting for me to come back. Exactly. I'm gonna go back because that child is looking for Mr. Maxwell to have a conversation with him. Like, and people be thinking I'll be I be trying to boost, but no, nah, bro, you ever see me in the school building, I hold it down. Like <laughs> I hold it down. I got to, bro, because I am them, man. So I know what I'm saying. Exactly. I am and you know, a lot of teachers, I noticed too, like when I first I first started working in the school system in 1995, right? Graduated high school and basically jumped straight into it. I was teachers swimming, be, man. Yo, teachers be jealous of our relationships that we got yeah. with the kids. Yeah, it's because they don't understand it. They don't, they don't understand. understand it. They like, don't understand. You know how many times I had to sit down and tell them, like, yo, the only reason that he listens to me, bro, because I am him. I'm not trying to introduce him to a new way of life. I'm not trying to break, break the way. You and it's the biggest thing in the school system, bro. They forget, like, we only got them for eight hours out of 24. Exactly. We got them for eight out of 24. So you can't break his thought process and the way he thinks and the way he do stuff for eight hours and then tell him to switch it back on when he leave out the school. Right. You want him to go from living to surviving, from surviving to living, back to back. You can't keep flipping that, bro. So we just need to, once we fix everything that's going on, we can, once again, we teach our children how to live and stop surviving, bro. Or we get it, mm. we get the world to a place where our children can live. We get the world to a place where our children can live. Then I feel like that's why education and everything is getting better. That's just my personal opinion, though. I'm with you on that. It's just look, we need a few, we need a few more people that's with you. 
<laughs> yeah, or with us. Yeah. Or with us. Yeah, with us. That's what it that's now that's what it's gonna take, I think, man. But I think in due time it'll get better. It'll get better. Before we get out of here, man, please let the you gotta let the people know again how to find you. Uh Facebook, Saquon Maxwell, S A G U A N Maxwell, N A S W E L L, uh Instagram <laughs> at number one choice two underscores uh yeah any questions anything reach out uh any youngest anything i'm here and if you can't get in contact with me obviously you here because you know miles man hit miles you can find me you know i saying i ain't hard to find unless you're using dora mac man right <laughs> question you going i know what you're doing on on this spectrum but folks we're gonna get you back with the lacrosse field man Ah, what time we out of here, man? We out of here at 11. <laughs> we out of here in a little bit, man. I need you on that. Lacrosse. I need you to coach some kid, give some lacrosse workouts or something. You got, we got, hey, the, you know, we what? got, the, you know what? I'm gonna tell we you, we got to expose bro. our youth to more than basketball, baseball, and football, man. All right, so look, I'm gonna I'm tell you this, man. And I'm a man of my word, and I mean this. I got the opportunity, I was given this, this little opportunity to start personal one on one sessions, you know what I'm saying? Like, Training kids at certain positions, which I was already doing. Uh, it's still up on the hook. It's still there. But for you, bro, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to get back to it. So I can get my kids out here with a stick in their hand and really show my kids there's a different way to get out of here. I'm going to bring Funk out there. I'm going to bring Funk back because he like it. Hey, as long as he's ready to work, yo, because I ain't put this. It's going to be me and him. It's going to be he me ready. and him. He's going to work. Ain't he playing? He re- I almost bought him lacrosse stick the other day. I said, hold up. I got them lying around like they water, you know. I got I got them lying around. Hey, look, man, we got to end this. Well, we do the show. We ended a little earlier by this COVID thing going on. So I just got the word. We got to get ready to end it. I definitely appreciate you for coming up. Love, love, we had love. a great show. I'm going to get with you off air. For those, thank y'all for joining us. Please like and share the show. This has been another great week of It Is What It Is Radio. I'm Fly T. Miles. Got my man Saquon Maxwell. Y'all have a good night. Peace.